0: Baker Mayfield, undraftable, off my board. The Cleveland Browns select Baker Mayfield. What a beautiful throw by the Baker. Big job! Hasta la vista, baby! Sports What's up, Browns fans? Welcome into your Monday Quick Hitter. I'm your host, Jake Burns, a reminder about the Blue Wire newsletter that is out there for your consumption should you choose to check it out. There's a lot of great opportunity in the Blue Wire newsletter as long as you sign up using the link that you can find in the the description of this podcast. So basically, you're entering yourself into an opportunity to win things like gift cards, free merchandise, and even some cold hard cash. With the uh, celebration of American Prodigy's third season, you can win some Blue Wire merchandise as well. So sign up as soon as you can. Immediately, you will be entered to win. So check out the description link uh, with the link in the description of this podcast. And you can find all the information you need to get that Blue Wire newsletter delivered to your email inbox every day. So a couple things here is it is... It is february twenty eighth if you're listening to this, it is my birthday, so turning thirty three today when I record this, I'm recording this after midnight a little late, but it is you know thirty three feeling a little old, you know you turn thirty your' early thirties, and I'm still in the early thirties, but feeling a little older than thirty two I don't know why some some birthdays you start to feel a little older. I don't really know maybe it's maybe it's uh You know, pushing close to thirty-five. I'm not sure. I just feel a little older than I did uh, did at thirty-two, which is which is a fact. But also, um, you know, sometimes you just start to feel like your birthdays. You want to avoid them. Maybe I'm there. I don't know. Nonetheless, thirty-three today. Appreciate uh, the fact that I can turn thirty-three and be healthy and happy and all that stuff. Doing this podcast, I love. So we are chatting real quick about a couple things over the weekend. There wasn't much, not a ton of Browns news right now. I put out an article over the weekend, Sunday, really, where it looks at all of the defensive line options that I'm intrigued with. So a bunch of names that you've probably heard me talk about, a couple you have not. Those are the names that catch my eye. I put a ton of film with them. If you're an OBR VIP subscriber you can find those uh, names in that article check that out today and if you're not an OBR subscriber you should be because I should reiterate if you do an every month subscription with the OBR you get Paramount Plus for free so if you use Paramount Plus which in this household we use Paramount Plus a ton if you just sign up to get a subscription with the OBR which is 9.99 and you get Paramount Plus simultaneously Paramount Plus also the ad-free version is 9.99 a month you cancel it out and you get Paramount and all of the great things that are offered at 247 Sports. So just sign up monthly, which is what you're going to be doing anyway for Paramount Plus. You get it through the uh 247 Sports subscription, and there you go. Save some money and support the OBR. Anyway, there was the quote from Miles Garrett over the weekend, which I thought was interesting. Uh, you know, not interesting because this is what Miles is supposed to say as the leader of the franchise, and sort of Baker's been viewed as the leader of the offense. Over the years and Miles, the leader of the defense. Obviously Miles has been a little bit more vocal, tied into his success and health and public perception. Baker Mayfield has faded a little bit, but you know, you like to hear your opinion on Mayfield one way or the other. You do like to hear Miles say what he said to TMZ Sports with with uh with the question about Mayfield, where he said, I mean he's my quarterback, he's my guy, he's stuck by us, so I'm going to stick by him. So I thought that was just good for Miles to say, and and really, you know, it's I wouldn't expect Miles to say any different, but nonetheless, you want to hear him say that publicly about the quarterback of the franchise, because I do think there is a faction of that locker room who believes he can get it right with a healthy season in 2022. We'll see if that actually comes to fruition. A lot of decisions to be made by that point, but as we sit here, and I think Miles would attest to this, that, that they feel like he's going to be back, barring some deal coming out, that can potentially sway their processor if they see a real upgrade we'll see how that shakes out
1: we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast
0: The other bit of big news is that Jack Conklin, who we've discussed many times on this show, and his contract looming there for the third year, coming off a serious patella tendon injury, is um, decided that he's going to be back, right? Essentially, this is not a guarantee. They, As he comes back and gets healthy in the time frame by which he comes back, there could be some, some weird decision-making that happens around it, but I still... I I lean heavily toward this is a sign that he's going to play for Cleveland this upcoming season, the final year of his contract. So what they did is they reworked his deal to basically include playing time incentives in exchange for guaranteeing a portion of his base salary that was previously entirely unguaranteed. So Conklin had been set to draw a base salary of 12 million, fully non-guaranteed, but will instead get a fully guaranteed eight. So that becomes locked in and the chance to earn up to that 12. So Essentially, his chance to earn up to $4 million by playing more than 75% of the team's offensive snaps. The incentives begin at 55% in case he needs more time to get back. So he tore his right patellar tendon in November as a reminder of the time frame there. Uh, only played in seven games last year because you got to remember, I think he also had the dislocated elbow as well. So that contract gives an additional $4 million to the Browns in cap space, ensures Conklin remains in Cleveland, uh, obviously as the Browns' right tackle. When healthy... And he receives eight million locked in for 2022. So the Browns are banking on him coming back, but try to, you know, make sure that there was a a reward for Conklin, but also protecting themselves by saving a little bit against the cap. So if you look at his current contract structure, it's really up after this year. They'll make a decision. He'll only be 29 uh, going into 2023, but they have to see about the health of Conklin into the future. So you know that's a big thing you have to pay attention to, and why. At his current cat figure, if you look at the pre- and post-June 1 numbers, it made some sense to move on from him because you could save a significant amount, even with the void years, you could save a significant amount... And then you, you know, I wrote about Nick Harris and James Hudson being options that the Browns have at their disposal, young guys, uh, that they could feel okay about going into free agency, maybe signing another tackle, a swing tackle, or a a one-year projection tackle, or drafting another one. Uh, Went so far as to say, here's a look at a mock draft if they took a first-round tackle uh, when I was subbing in for Steve on the Daily Mock. But if you look at it now, it sets up nicely for the Browns to basically get a year out out uh, out of Conklin at an 11 million number cap number um and then next year the void years obviously they can get out of that post june one structure so they'll save essentially spend three million in dead cap over the two years where the what's called the credit card bill comes due with the cap so unless i'm messing that up maybe jack Duffin, our loyal listener great dude great cap study he can enlighten me if i'm screwing that up but i think what the browns did was helped offset some money and obviously opened up cap this year while protecting themselves against some of that $4 million in, in playtime ta- play incentives. And Conklin, obviously, you do right by him, which is another thing that they've done. They tried to keep doing right by these players. They did it with Hubbard last year, and giving him some guaranteed money helps him feel good about rehab coming back and that there's a huge incentive to do so still with $4 million sitting on the table in playtime incentives. So... Nice to see that. They could still, like I said, if Conklin comes back and has a great run uh, in his return, could strike some kind of deal in his age 29 and 30 seasons to keep him around. We'll see what shakes out with that. But I do, again, like the the young players they have, James Hudson making a lot of strides. I really like the idea now of Hudson becoming your swing tackle, which is what I thought he was originally going to be. Maybe not last year, the 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 time he had to do it, right? Because Hubbard goes down so early and Conklin misses so much time. Jed Will's dealing with the ankle injury, so the good thing was for 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 Hudson is that he got two levels of experience. He got left tackle, more right tackle experience, but got left tackle experience too, and that helps him become a better player. Naturally, he steps into the swing tackle role, eliminating the need for that. Maybe the Browns go sign a bargain bin tackle just as another guy, so you're not forcing somebody like, you know, Blake Hans to have to play tackle. So that kind of fills it out. I always kind of envision that guy being sort of the Kendall Lamb, a few years back, the 2020 season, backing up the swing tackle Hubbard and being able to play when needed. And that's a nice role to have. You need depth there. I think they go out and sign one guy. I'm not sure who or what the price point will be. But I like the structure set up, and I like Hudson's development to sliding in there. So I, I was excited about seeing Conklin stay, even though I had presented a case and other people, our podcast guest Kyle Murphy was talking about, he'd be okay with letting him go. We'll we'll see. We've heard some rumblings, as you would from an agent that he's ahead of schedule. I'm sure the same thing's being said about Baker Mayfield. Everyone's ahead of schedule in the NFL and off seasons after surgery. It's always the thing. Never never outwardly uh, spoken about how a guy's behind schedule in surgery is so rare, but... Nonetheless, it is Conklin kind of reassured, more money, the Browns opening some space, protecting themselves a little bit, a win-win for both sides. And if uh, Conklin comes back and is healthy and plays, again, he was an all-pro in 2020. uh, You know, whether you want to say he was an actual all-pro, he was still really good. That voting can get kind of skewed. But he was a a, a damn good right tackle in his first year, was pretty good when he was playing last year, times, you know, the seven games I said earlier that he wasn't hurt. So, there's still hope that he can continue to be a really good uh, tackle for this team, right tackle for this team and hopefully keep the status quo uh, along the offensive line in good shape. Still decisions to be made about three veteran players. You could say four, but three really. Austin Hooper, uh you know Jarvis Landry, which you know Jarvis's episode last week we'll, we'll see how that shakes out, and then JC Tredder, another guy who could be a cap savings cut if you think Nick Harris is ready, which I have again, penned some words on that concept too. So the only other one when you look at this that could be among those guys who are players ready to take a role and you save some money is Kareem Hunt. I don't think I'm willing to do that with Kareem Hunt. The other three there I mentioned before, I'm on the side of letting them go and and bringing in some, um, you know, multiple players to replace them or, or there's a guy on the roster to currently replace them. But Kareem Hunt, I just still feel like is pretty vital to the operation with Mayfield at quarterback, and I like another year with him. But I could see the other side of it, too, where you save some money, you keep Dearness Johnson around, totally get that angle as well. So we'll see. But those are the decisions looming. We got one answer on Conklin. We'll see what the other answers are. Huge week coming up this week with the Combine and Indy. I couldn't make it this year, but Brad Steinbrook from the OBR, Fred Greetham from the OBR are obviously on site. Many other great Browns. Writers will be there as well. It's going to be a huge week for testing. We start to get some clarification on some of these players we've been talking about for months now, about their athletic numbers. The RAS scores will come out. RAS, we'll see those all over Twitter, what kind of athletes these guys are. It's going to be a really fun week of studying who the Browns are talking to, the interviews all of that stuff, we start to get a peek into what the Browns are potentially looking for in this draft with guys they talk to, because that gives a big indication, and then we get the athletic qualifying testing data that is so important to us figuring out if they fit the threshold of the Browns' picks in the first round, second round, third round, so on. We can start to compare that and get a tightened scope of a lot of these names that you've heard us talk about here at the OBR. So... Great week of football content coming in front of you. It's linebacker week at the OBR. We'll be deciphering, talking about all the big decisions in that room, breaking down the the fantastic play of JOK this season, uh, talking about if Jacob Phillips is a guy who they should be counting on. Should they be drafting a linebacker? Should they be signing somebody? Should they be keeping Malcolm Smith or letting Anthony Walker go? We'll talk about it all. So, so many good things to talk about this week, and I appreciate you guys uh, so much for checking in on today's Monday Quick Hitter. Have a fantastic Monday. Check out the OBR's content coming out with a uh, a lovely free agent show we always do on Monday. We're going to have Corey Kennan and Fred Greetham on, and then we'll have the Dueling Mock Drafts on Tuesday. All of that on Twitch. Check us out there as well. Appreciate your time. Again, have a great Monday, and go Browns.